0: Do you ever wish that living out your calling in life was as easy as checking things off of a to-do list? Do you ever say out loud, God, I just want you to show me or tell me what I need to do, what I'm supposed to do with my life? Oftentimes we approach our relationship with Jesus in this way, but isn't there more to our relationship with him than just completing tasks or living out our calling? Shouldn't it look more like friendship? We say friendship, but friendship means something different from one person to the next. To some, friendships are superficial and at arm's length, and to others, it is a very important and viable relationship that keeps them going on a day-to-day basis. Either way, friendship is the topic of today's discussion on the Rekindle Podcast, and I'm so glad you're here. Let's get started. Welcome to the Rekindle Podcast. We're here to help you unlock your God-given potential so you can discover your story and learn to live your God-created best life. Again, welcome back to the Rekindle Podcast. So glad that you're here. You know, our goal for this podcast is to provide you with great content in 20 to 30 minutes every episode. And we drop new episodes every Tuesday. So every Tuesday, you can be looking forward to new and great content You know, we created a a Facebook page for our podcast, and we also created an Instagram account. I would encourage you, go follow us there on Facebook. Uh, You can find us on Facebook, the uh, Rekindle Podcast. You can also find us on Instagram under that same name, Rekindle Podcast. And go connect to us there. Uh, Stay up to date with everything that we put out. We would love, love, just love to be connected to you on those social media sites. So again, we're in a series about all about identity in today's topic we're talking specifically about friendship with jesus and what that looks like what it, what does it look like to be an intimate friend of jesus i personally believe friendship is something that we are all longing for especially considering the circumstances that we're all living under today you know eight weeks ago life was very different we all found ourselves so busy busyness had become the norm of our society we all were living a very task-oriented driven life going from one place to the next from one scheduled thing to the next scheduled thing and busyness had just become the norm and in some aspects i believe a common excuse as well you know we couldn't do certain things. I'm just too busy to do that. I don't have enough time to do this. Uh, you know, I, I wish I could, but I can't. And I don't think that was just for uh, calendar's sake. I believe that it had even become an excuse for relationship's sake. Uh, busyness has become a barrier, even even a shield against true friendship and closeness. Our relationships had become somewhat superficial, And with no help, mind you, to social media, to Facebook and Instagram and these different social media platforms where we are so connected to so many people, but there's no real intimacy, no real friendship amongst that. We know a lot of people, but how many of those people do we intimately know? And how many of those people intimately know us? How many of those people know who we really are? And then, bam, the coronavirus hits, and we are all living the effects of this virus. We have all been forced to stop, to slow down, and we find ourselves doing a whole lot of nothing. And within this uh, entire pandemic, this phenomenon, if you will, our need for true connection and true friendship has risen to the top. I don't know about you, but for me, I find myself longing to be with my friends and to be to take my family out. You know, well, you know what I really want to do. And, and I'm sure you can agree with me on this. I seriously want to go to my favorite restaurant, sit down with all the people I love, my family and my very close friends, eat the meals that I want to eat and enjoy being out in public. I know on some level we can all relate to that, you know, but with this whole uh pandemic going on you know all of us are living under some sort of quarantine life or uh shelter at home orders and we're finding that true connection and friendship the need the desire for that has risen to the top i believe for a long time busyness the busyness that we were living prior to this had long suppressed our need or our desire for these relationships Our desire for people and now that has been eliminated i I believe this is a god thing right here i'm not saying god you know uh, brought this virus upon us or anything like that but what i'm saying is god is working in all of this we're seeing a true desire for relationship come back to the surface that it's no longer about what we're doing but about who we are as human beings you know we weren't created to be transactional beings We were created to be relational beings. A transactional relationship is one where, you know, friendship is not about scratching each other's back. It's about being there for one another in our desperate times of need. Some of our most desperate times of need. And that's what I believe is really a coming back, is a rising to the top, is true friendship, true desire for connection. And relationship, you know, when Alejandra and I moved uh, to Wichita Falls from Amarillo, almost four years ago, we uh, we came here and one of our biggest needs that we had was friendship, uh, friendships. When we were in Amarillo, we had some very close friends. They're still what we consider uh, close friends today. But when you put 250 miles in between friendships, you know, friendships change. And so when we got here, we really wanted to find some friends that we could hang out with and we could do life with. It was very important to us. And so we began to pray and ask God to reveal those people to us, to bring those people into our lives, that uh, those people that we could do life with and that we could be close friends with. And he did. There was two couples uh, here in the church that we got to know over these last couple of years and really forged a friendship of gold with i mean we our friendship our friendships with them are just amazing you know we get together and uh when we come together all of us you know we're we're three families whole together and each individual family has has uh, three kids so when we all get together it's 15 people nine of those 15 are kids 10 and under so it's crazy when we go out and eat, you know, there's, it's a party of 15. So, you know, we do, we try to go eat at places where, you know, we don't have to wait to get a table. We can just kind of get in line like Jason's deli and then go put a couple of tables together and, 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 uh, put our families together and enjoy each other's company. But these friendships, uh, mean the world to us. You know, these, these couples have been there for us in some of our, um, in some of our hardest times during the season, some of our greatest times of need, they have come uh, to our aid. And these are friends that we would do absolutely anything for. I really believe that our friendship um, has really been based out of love and is really a friendship of truly laying down our lives for each other. I think that's what we do. And uh, these two couples, you know, are, you know, if they're listening to this, they know who they are. But I really love them. My wife and I really love them and love their children very deeply. And we consider them more than just friends, but they're family. We know them intimately and they know us intimately. And I believe these are the types of friendships that God has called us to. And these are mere images of what our friendship with Jesus Christ would even look like. One of trust and of love. Uh, I want to read to you John chapter 15. This is we're going to start in verse 12 and we're going to go to verse 15 and I'm going to be reading out of the Passion Translation. Super good translation, but it reads like this. This is starting in verse 12. So this is my command. This is Jesus talking. He says, so this is my command. Love each other deeply as much as I have loved you for the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. And this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friends. You know that you are my intimate friends when you obey all that I command you. I have never called you servants because a master doesn't confide in his servants. And servants don't always, uh, don't always understand what the master is doing. But I call you my most intimate friends for I reveal to you everything that I have heard from my father. So Jesus is talking about these intimate friends and the picture that he paints is is that you and I are his most intimate friend. He has brought you near to him. He has brought us near to him and shared the most intimate details of his life with us. That is a very significant part of friendship. His friendship is all about sharing the innermost details with one another and accepting one another for who we are in love and then growing with each other, doing life together with each other. And I love it because Jesus, he said it himself. He does not withhold anything from us. Friend, he doesn't withhold anything from you. Everything, he has revealed everything that he has heard his father tell him and he has revealed it to us and spoken it to us. The, the, the most amazing thing about this is that friendship is based all on love. Love is the basis for all of it. And Jesus initiated this intimate friendship with us, with you and with I, through the cross. You know, First John 4.19 says we love because he first loved us. He first demonstrated this act. And in Romans, even in Romans 5.8 says that while we were yet sinners... Christ died for us that means jesus didn't wait for us to change our mind about uh about him how we felt about him no instead in our sin in our neglecting of jesus in our negligence of jesus and who he is he still chose to die for us that is true love that is true friendship you know our relationship with jesus is just that. It is one of friendship and not of slavery. I love what Jesus talks about here when he says, you are not slaves. He says, I don't call you a slave. I call you an intimate friend. You know, a slave is somebody who is forced to obey. A slave is forced to obey, is forced to do what they have been told, not asked, what they have been told to do. And a slave does this uh, for a specific reason, he does what he is asked to do out of self-preservation. Nobody likes to get beat. Nobody likes to, uh, to be abused. And so uh, an individual who experiences those on a regular basis, a, a, a slave, does what they're told in order to preserve themselves, in order to avoid pain and abuse. A slave's obedience is absent of the heart. That means, hey, I'm going to do this. I might not want to, but I'll do it anyway. So you can, so that way I can fly under the radar, and you can leave me alone, and I don't have to experience the abuse or the pain that you are inflicting upon me. But you know, this type of thinking could this type of thinking be the reason why you know, just like we talked about it at, at the beginning of the podcast, could this be the reason why we'd rather have Jesus hand us a to-do list that we can complete? Could we be trying to avoid trusting him with the unknown areas or the unknown things in our lives? You see, Jesus isn't here to just get us to do something. I want you to understand that. Jesus is not here to get you to do something. He's here. He desires to walk in intimate relationship with you. He does not force you to do anything. Instead, he invites you to come alongside him and participate in what he is already doing. You know, I love what Watchman Nee says. Uh, Watchman Nee is an author, and this comes out of the book, The Normal Christian Life. Highly recommend it. But uh, here's a quote by Watchman Nee. He, meaning Jesus, he says this. uh, Jesus, he is, uh, I'm sorry, this is Watchman Nee saying this about Jesus. He is not calling us to devote ourselves to his cause. He is asking us to yield ourselves unconditionally to his will. That is what Jesus is asking of us. You see, we obey Jesus' commands not because we are forced to, because we're not slaves, but we obey because we love him. We. Live out what God has called us to do because of love, because of friendship. Our relationship with Jesus is one of true friendship, is one of truly knowing him and loving him, spending time with him, conversing with him, learning his heart, getting to know what he thinks, how he thinks, who he is. That is true friendship and relationship with Jesus. You know, I have another friend. Um who uh he's actually my best friend. has been my best friend for many years, uh 10 plus years. And we've gone through a lot of things together. There's been times where we have we we met in college and so when we met in college, you know, we lived in the same dormitory together. And uh I remember when I first met him, man, I did not like him. And and we just did not get along. We did not like each other. And he didn't like me cuz I thought, you know, he didn't have a serious bone in his body. Everything was a joke, and he looked at me and thought I was so uptight because I was. <laughs> I, w- I took everything way too serious, and I was, uh, I was just w- uh, way too serious about everything uh, with everyone, and we just didn't like each other. We didn't jive, but but over time we got to know each other, and you know through some, you know through through good times and bad together through some uh great times together and through some arguments and bickering together we began to to get to know each other for who we really were but above all things we made room for each other we had grace for each other and through the midst of doing that we forged a relationship of friendship um, of gold and we've been friends for many many years We uh and and there's been many miles that have separated us um in different seasons. You know, when we when we were friends, when we were close in Bible college, of course, we lived in the same building together. But when we graduated, we went our separate ways. You know, he was from South Texas and I went back to Amarillo. And so there were at least 550 miles that separated us. But we stayed close over the years. You know, we would call each other. Once a month, once every six weeks. You know, there were even times when we got so busy we didn't hear from each other for uh, you know, two, three, four months on end. But when we got on the phone with each other, it's almost like we just picked up where we left off. Because we had this we have this love of and this brotherhood, this friendship together. And through the years we have stayed connected. You know, there's times where I traveled to South Texas and, and spent time with him. He came up to Amarillo. Um, and spent time with me and vice versa. And our friendship has lasted throughout all this time. And it's, it's amazing. You know, he's my brother. And I go to him for anything and for everything. And I know he's always there for me. But when friendship is the focus of the relationship, you know, true intimacy, closeness takes place. An intimacy and a closeness that lasts for a lifetime. And so just as I was intimate friends with my buddy, with my best friend, I had that same approach with God, with Jesus. I want to be that. I want to know his thoughts. I want to get to know who he is, how he thinks, what he, why he feels the way he does about me. You know, I want to know um, what's on his heart and what's on his mind because I love Jesus and he loves me. And that's the same truth for you, my friend, is Jesus loves you. And I know deep down inside you love him. And let me tell you, I don't know what level of friendship that you would consider you and Jesus on, but Jesus considers you his most intimate friend because there is nothing that he has withheld from you. He has told you everything and shown you everything because that's how much he loves you. And so my encouragement to you today is to turn towards Jesus and have that same approach with him. Why don't you open up yourself? And show, show what's on the inside to Jesus. Let him come in and see what you think about, what you struggle with, what you what you feel about certain things, because he wants to be your most intimate friend. So, you know, guys, friendship is very important. Friendship, I believe, is the approach that is necessary Uh, to our relationship with jesus because i believe that when we approach our relationship with jesus through the eyes and the lens of close intimate friendship then we can experience true success um, with him in our relationship with him and so my encouragement to you today is that all the busyness is gone we've come to a place where we have slowed down significantly and there is a huge desire inside us all for true closeness and true friendship. Why don't we start with Jesus? Why don't we start with letting him in? Let's not take upon a mindset of, God, what, 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 do I, what am I supposed to do now? What am I supposed to do during this time? What are you calling me to? What? Yada, yada, yada. You know what? God always has a plan. He's got a plan. He's doing what he's doing. But let's just silence all that stuff for just this period of time. And let's not worry about anything else. Let's not worry about advancing the kingdom. Let's not worry about growing our ministry or our business. Let's not worry about how, how we're going to do things, how we're going to make it. How how? Let's not worry about any of those things. Let's just be preoccupied with becoming close, intimate friends with Jesus himself. And let's see where that takes us. Let's see where he takes us. You know, it reminds me of the movie um, Aladdin when... Um, Aladdin invites Jasmine to come onto the carpet, uh, the flying carpet, and uh, and to take that ride with him, you know, but she's very hesitant, right? She's very hesitant to get on, but Aladdin turns to her and says, do you trust me? And I think that's a beautiful picture because I think that's truly what God or what Jesus is asking us today is, do you trust me? I don't have time to teach you how this magic carpet works because I want to take you somewhere. So I need you to trust me. Because I'm taking you somewhere good, and I'm showing you some good things. So there's a few application questions here that I want to give to you to help take this teaching a little further for you. Um, So here they are. Uh, Question number one. What's one thing you can do this week to help grow in your friendship with Jesus? And what I want you to think about is when you're asking yourself this question, think along these lines. What do friends do together? So what do friends do together? You know, there's a, uh, I'll always remember this phrase, this, my father-in-law told me this years ago, especially when uh, I had asked him to date his daughter and then, uh, you know, eventually asked for uh, him for her hand in marriage. But he he said something to me that always stuck with me and it's, it's truth. You know, there, there's, there are two things that build intimacy in relationships. It's time and words, time and words build intimacy. I remember that when I dated, when I was dating my wife Alejandra, how did how did we build intimacy in our relationship? That uh, you know, in our friendship, that ultimately led to us being engaged and married, and 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 now uh, being together, enjoying our life together. What built that was time and words. Time well spent with each other, and words that we shared. It's 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 that dating relationship. You know, when you find that significant other. You start to go out on dates, and what do you do? You start spending a lot of time together. You start sharing a lot of words together, things that you love, what you feel, things you desire, ambitions you have, dreams and goals, you know, things that you want out of life, out of God, you know, those those specific things. You, you share those together, and you grow in intimacy. But I believe that's the same approach with Jesus. Time and words with Jesus grow us in intimacy so close to him that we begin to know how he thinks and how he feels, especially toward us. And I believe that that is very important. So ask yourself those things or ask yourself that question. What's one thing you can do this week to help grow in your relationship with Jesus? And keep in mind, what do friends do? They spend time and they spend words together. How can, what does that look like for you to spend time and words with Jesus? And number two is there something in your heart that may be causing you to avoid intimacy in your relationship with Jesus or with other people? Really turn inward and ask yourself that question. Is there something within me that's causing me uh to to not experience true friendship with Jesus and with others? And if that is, when you if you do find something, take that and give it to the Lord. Say, "Father, this is this is hindering me. This is a, uh, this is a a shield. This is a, this is a barrier that's keeping me from intimacy experiencing intimacy in my friendships. Will you take this from me? And what does it look like to trust again? What does it look like to allow people to come into my life and to be friends with me? Well, my friends, I hope that that was an encouragement to you. I hope this teaching has impacted you. If this podcast, uh, this episode today has been a benefit to you, please uh, like it and share it with your family and with your friends. Uh, Let other people in on this conversation that we had today. Um, again you can always follow us on facebook and instagram there uh, you can stay up to date on all the latest stuff coming out uh, with the rekindle podcast never miss a new episode and also you can follow us on spotify find us on spotify the rekindle uh, Rekindle, uh, podcast there click follow you can also subscribe to our podcast um, in the apple podcasts app or wherever you listen to these podcasts but again um, we're so glad that you join us uh, every single week. But if you have any questions, if you have any comments, suggestions, I would absolutely love to hear them. You can send all those. Um, you can send all those in an email to me. Um, email us at rekindlepodcast at gmail.com. And your feedback means so much to me. I would love to hear it. Also, please rate us and review us um, again where you listen to us on your podcasts. And so, again, friends, I'm so glad you joined me today, but why should you rekindle your flame? Why should you focus on working on you, on bringing back to, uh, the fire of that flame that once burned out? And let me tell you why. God wants you. The world needs you, and you deserve your best.